Chapter 12, The Smell of Cinnamon. Ashwin lives right around the corner on Kale Canela, another funny little one-block street. When we got to his yard, I told Mila to wait on the front porch. I'll go get him. He might not even be ready yet. I open the green front door and walk through the living room. Everything is always way organized at the Vass house, and it smells like hot rice, even when Mrs. Vass isn't cooking. Not like the kind of rice my mom makes either. It's white, skinny kind, called jasmine. So I felt kind of rude walking in smelling like dead skunk, but I knew Mrs. Vass wouldn't say anything. Once, I left perfectly stamped, muddy shoe prints all over the rug. Actually, rugs, because there's a lot of them. And Mrs. Vass asked, acted like the rain outside was her fault. I peeked into the kitchen. Ashwin sat, sat at the counter, scribbling away at his math homework. Wait, wait, I'm not ready, Ashwin said. Anyway, you're early. I was about to call you. My mom made her cinnamon buns. They're almost done. I sat down on the stool next to Ashwin. He thumped his sneakers on the kitchen island. Number four is wrong, I told him. So what? I'm almost done. Anyway, don't get so close. You smell like Mike Fletcher's armpit. I was about to tell Ashwin how two skunks really did steal my old trike, and they had names, and I was probably definitely in trouble when the kitchen timer buzzed. Mrs. Bass came into the kitchen in her sneak feet, on her sneak feet. I almost always smell her before I hear her, because she always wears way more perfume than my mom. She took the buns out of the oven, and the whole room started to feel sweet and sticky. Good morning, Mateo, she said. You must have a cinnamon bun detector in that backpack. She slid two out of the pan and put them on plates. Clink. She put one down on the counter in front of me. Little sugary threads of icing gooed down the sides. I licked my lips and nibbled a golden raisin that I had plucked from the top. The bun was still too hot to eat, so I just stared at it. I put my nose over the steaming part, and when I did that, I almost couldn't smell skunk anymore. Almost. You should bring Mila next time. I always make plenty, Mrs. Vass added. She sniffed at the air a little, like she could detect some not-cinnamon smell, but she couldn't quite figure out where the smell was coming from. Ashwin smirked down at his homework. Mila doesn't like cinnamon buns, I said. My mom always drives her to school when I come here for breakfast. Is that so? asked Mrs. Vass, wiping her hands on the dish towel. Yeah. Yeah, ma'am, Ashwin said. Mrs. M always does. Then who's that peeking through the screen door? Me and Ashwin both groaned. There she was, Mila, waving at us from outside. Why'd you bring Mila? Ashwin asked while his mom let her in. I'll tell you on the way to school, and you are not going to believe it, I whispered, hoping he would believe me this time. Mila scrambled up to the stool next to me, looking as puffy and sweet as a cinnamon bun. I felt a little guilty for making her wait outside. Mrs. Vass put a sticky bun in front of her, too. Mila picked up the whole bun and stuffed a huge bite into her mouth. Did you tell him yet? Mila asked me with her mouth full. Shh, wait till we're outside. It has to be a secret. Mila nodded like ten times and took another huge chomp. She didn't even put her bun down in between bites. She waved it around in the air, making little hummy noises while she chewed. I ate mine one bite at a time, being careful not to get my, sti- my fingers too sticky. Ashwin bent over and nibbled his without picking the bun off the plate. 
then leaned back over his math homework. I came up with a good one for Mr. Leon's collection, he said. What do snakes have on their bath towels? Dude, focus and finish your homework. We've got something important to tell you, I hissed. Besides, that's, that one's dumb. Snakes don't even take baths. Yes, they do, Mila said, her mouth oozing icing. Emma told me snakes lick themselves just like kitties. It's why they have those long, flippy tongues. Ashwin laughed so hard he almost fell off his stool. Even Mrs. Vass laughed, her back turned as she poured another cup of chai. Grown-ups let some pretty silly stuff slide if they think it's cute. Normally, I would have set Mila straight, but that day, we didn't have time. How's that homework? Mrs. Vass asked over Ashwin's cackling. Ashwin hunched over his paper again. One more problem and we can go, he said. I peeked again and decided not to tell him number nine was wrong, too. Finished, he said. Ashwin crammed the homework into his duct tape backpack and zipped the pack half closed. Mrs. Vass handed him a paper towel and he wrapped his sticky bun in it and started to walk to the door. Mila hopped down from her stool, stuffing the last chunk of her sticky bun into her mouth. Thanks for the sticky bun. Mila waved with her gooey hand, mouth all full. You're welcome, Mila, Miss Vass says. Goodbye, Mrs. Vass, I said, pushing Mila out the door. We all hurried down the back steps. So what's going on? Ashwin asked me once we got to the sidewalk. Well, first of all, the internet was wrong, I told Ashwin. No way, the internet is never wrong, Ashwin said. Last night, it was wrong about a lot, Mila said. Then I told Ashwin everything. Almost.